Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Friday, March 26th. It's Meet My Friend Friday. And you guys, I'm so excited because my friend Jennifer Strickland is here on the show with me today. And we're going to be talking about the culture, particularly as it relates to young women and finding their identity. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. A lot of you guys know that I am hanging out right now in Rogers, Arkansas for the Teach Them Diligently conference. If you're anywhere in the area, come on out and say hello. A lot of my friends are there speaking this weekend. I know you guys are going to be encouraged. You are not going to want to miss it. We missed a whole year. So come on out and say hello in Rogers, Arkansas for the Teach Them Diligently convention happening today and tomorrow in Rogers, Arkansas. Also want to let you guys know that we are working our way through my book, Becoming Mom Strong: How to Fight with All That's in You for Your Family and Your Faith. And that Bible study is taking place at my women's ministry, MomStrongInternational.com. I want to just really encourage you as you're working your way through this, because I talked to a whole bunch of you last weekend in Nashville, and some of you I saw also uh, at the Ark Encounter in uh, in Kentucky when I was speaking there for Answers for Women. I want to encourage you about a couple of things that I've been hearing you saying recently. I, I hear a lot of people say they're discouraged. They feel overwhelmed by really just the sadness, and Jennifer and I are going to talk about that today, but just the sadness that's around them. They feel discouraged, a lot of them. And you guys, we're going to point you back to truth. The Bible teaches us that truth is not subjective, that there is truth can be known and we can know truth and we know it because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And so don't be discouraged, you guys. This is not a time for us to be discouraged. This is a time for us to say, you know what? Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And I am encouraged because of what God is doing. It's the reason I decided to run for Congress. It's the reason that we do all the things that we do is so that we can be salt and light in the culture right now that so desperately needs Jesus. And speaking of being salt and light, I met my friend Jennifer Strickland several years ago at a conference that we attended where Kay Arthur, my friend Kay Arthur, was the keynote speaker. And I just immediately loved Jennifer. She's just a warm, she's got such a warm personality with an incredible story. Jennifer used to be an international model, and now she spends her time teaching young women where their identity comes from. You guys are going to be so encouraged to hear her. Jennifer, my friend, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on, Heidi. I'm so excited to be here with you. Well, I'm. it's been a long time coming, girl. I can't believe it. I mean, you and I, we talk, you know, but you've never been on the show. And I'm like, we need to fix that, you know, ASAP, especially right now. Especially right now. It's time. It's really time it's for time. the women of God to rise up and to speak yeah. up what it is to be a woman of principle and of character. And I think it's really time that we use our voices here. Yeah, it is. And you have a very powerful message for young girls, particularly, and for young women in the culture right now. And before we started recording, you and I were talking a little bit about the culture, particularly as it relates to, I mean, there's so many, we can take this a hundred different directions, but particularly as it relates to our girls right now. And our girls are really under attack. I got a book actually in the mail just yesterday about the lie of transgenderism and what it's doing, especially to our young girls. It's called Irreversible Damage by Abigail Schreier. 
And she's talking about how girls are being drawn into this lie that they can change their DNA and they're being told, hey, if you're unhappy with how you are, that's okay. Come on over here and we'll give you, you know, hormone blockers and sex changing drugs and surgeries and irreversible damage is being done to our girls in the name of feeling more comfortable inside their own bodies. And you have a lot to say about this. Tell us a little bit about your ministry and how you got started. Wow. (laughs) Well, I got started by finding Jesus (laughs) in the wilderness, basically. And I was in the modeling industry when some people introduced me to the Lord. And I was in a really difficult place in my life at the time and cried out and he healed me and, and of an eating disorder and just being in an image obsessed world. I left modeling at about 22 and went back and got my master's degree in writing because I wanted to write a book about my story and tell young girls what is the truth behind the images that they see in the media. What's so crazy, Heidi, is my first book, Girl Perfect, came out the month before the iPhone selfie turned inward. And and so I had this message on my heart for many years and was writing about it before cameras turned inward and girls started gazing at their image all the time. Because my my experience in the modeling industry taught me that if you gaze at your image all the time, your image becomes completely convoluted and your mind becomes warped. And I saw that in the girls that I had lived with. It happened to me. And I wanted to speak out and tell girls that what you see in the magazines is not true to life. And then, boom, all of a sudden, the Instagram craze and everything else, you know, came out. And, you know, we wonder right now why this generation of girls is is cutting so much. For one thing, I want to say there's so much self-harm. I have never seen so many moms reach out to me at one time saying, my 11, 12-year-old is starting to self-harm. And a, a lot of what you're talking about, the gender identity, all of that, it's it's basically turning on our creator. We're saying, we're, you know, our body is not created in the image of God. That's the message of the culture is, you know, I think Satan used to hide this message. It used to be very subtle when I first started writing about it and bringing it out. Now he's not hiding anymore because the girls see you know, thousands and thousands of images every single day that are altered, that are not even human. They don't even resemble real life. And as their eyes pass over these images over and over and over again, I think you should link in the show notes to this study recently done in the UK in 2020 on the impact these images are having on young women, the anxiety, the depression, the questioning their own bodies and questioning their own anatomy because you know even even the makeup tutorials Heidi are making the girls go well my eyebrows don't look like that well my nose doesn't look like that where I'm disabled well how do I fit into the Instagram culture if I'm disabled how does that work if I fit in how do I fit into it if I have acne how do how do I fit into it if my hair doesn't (laughs) that's why I left the whole modeling industry is because I could never be perfect enough that they wanted me to be for the pictures and we didn't filter our pictures back then so the demand for protection perfection was so huge. And I just, I ran from it because it, it caused me to cave. But I want to share a scripture with you today about that is really something that I think all parents need to understand, particularly Christian parents, even if you're a non-Christian parent and you're wondering, why is my daughter 
struggling worse now than ever before? What is happening to their brains as they are looking at all of these pictures of themselves? Now, the scripture in Romans 21 is where it really begins. It says that although they know God, they didn't glorify him or give thanks to them. And so their thinking becomes futile and their foolish hearts become darkened. And you think, Well, they can't think clearly because what's happening is instead of focusing on their creator, like, God, you made me, like you're talking about this, I choose my own gender thing. You know, God, you made me. You made me. And Genesis 131 says that you are pleased with what you made in me, right? That's the truth. He says that after his creation, he was pleased. He says in Ephesians, you know, you are my workmanship. You are my craftsmanship. I formed you in your mother's womb. We know from Jeremiah, he knew us before the womb. So he has this message for us of saying, I, I'm the potter. You're the clay. You're the work of my hand. I created you. I love you. You're my workmanship. In fact, that original word workmanship means poema. Masterpiece, you're my poem. And I, I get that because I... I write poems. So if I wrote a poem and I gave it to you and you said to me, well, it's really not good enough. Well, I don't really like it. I think you should change this. I think you should change that. I think you should have made it this way or that way. And we've, we've gotten into a relationship with our creator rather than recognizing him as our creator. We're questioning the creator. And the Bible says that when we do not glorify him as creator, our foolish hearts become darkened. Okay. And our minds become futile in their thinking. Well, and it's interesting. You've said, you pointed out that, you know, this is the culture right now that's telling our, our, our young girls, especially young women. Actually, it's not even just young women. It's just women in general, right? That we have to look a certain way, that we need to have our eyebrows a certain way and our eyelashes a certain way. And, you know, I'll tell you, when I turned 50, uh, I, a friend of mine said, oh, hey, I just saw a makeup tutorial for women over 50. And so she sends me this YouTube video of makeup tutorials for women over 50. I have never felt more insecure in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching this woman who's giving these makeup tutorials and all of a sudden I feel old. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just washed up because now I've, I've, I've crossed the Rubicon, right? I'm never going back. I turned 50. Now what am I going to do? I cannot imagine. And I know who I am. Right. I, I know who I am in the Lord. I cannot imagine being a 12 year old girl with this kind of pressure on it. And actually, the study that you sent me, so good. I want to, I'm going to link back to it in the show notes today. But there was a young woman that was interviewed, and this young woman said that social media made her feel depressed. She felt like everything she was looking at was making her compare herself with other people. And several of these girls said it could make them upset to have to witness people being mean to each other on social media. You know, I announced a run for Congress a couple of weeks ago, and I've had people get on there and say that my teeth were the color of my hair, that I should, that I need to lose weight. This is what, this is what we do now on social media, right? And the isolation that our young girls are experiencing right now, thanks to COVID and these ridiculous, unconstitutional, illegal, illogical mandates, now we've got our kids isolated and they're spending even more time on their phones. And so you talk to these people all the time. What do you see is the outgrowth, the the natural result of where we find ourselves in this terrible situation with isolation in the culture right now? 
Well, obviously screen use is way up and it's hard. I mean, let's just be honest. As a mom, when you've got these kids at home and they, they want to be on their screens and that's how they keep themselves busy. And especially when you shut sports down and going out to restaurants and being with friends and all of that, you know, we have not isolated our kids. We've chosen not to do that. But from the parents that I talk to whose kids who have been in isolation, I know in California, it's over a month to even be analyzed right now. If, if you want to be seen for diagnosis, is my child depressed? Is my child, what is my child dealing with? They're, they're self-harming or whatever. It's a month long wait to even be seen and evaluated. So what the, the thing is, this is not new. Heidi, it's weird. It's it's more in your face now, but it's not new because from the very beginning, from the Garden of Eden, right, we exchange the truth of God for a lie. You know, God said this and Satan comes in and says, no, nah, God didn't really say that. Right. And that's exactly what's going on is, is again, this, this section in Romans says we've exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worship and served created things rather than the creator. And so they're worshiping and serving the screen and the images that they see on the screen rather than the creator. And I always say, test the fruit. Look at the fruit. They don't even know if they're boys or girls. They, they, they don't. And, and the government, of course, is encouraging that it came through the governmental authorities, which has now come down into all the way into churches not being allowed to have male and female bathrooms in some states. It, you know, so it's, it's getting to the point where we don't even know who we are anymore. And you take that and you add Cardi B on top of it. And, you know, Beyonce was doing the same thing as Cardi B is doing. It's you're putting these idols, sadly, in in their case, African-American idols up there to show young girls what it is to be a woman. And she's the opposite of the woman we want our boys to marry. She's the opposite of the woman we want our girls to become. And our girls are depressed. They're ashamed. I mean, within a few, few seconds of getting on Instagram. They feel bad about themselves. They question, I'm not sexual like that. I don't have breasts like Cardi B. I don't have a waist like Cardi B. I, I can't. Yeah, and no one does. Let's just be honest. Like even, even the characters they put of her, these are images really for these young girls that are pretty much just unattainable, right? They're unattainable and they're despicable. They're despicable because deep down inside, Every girl doesn't want to be nasty. She wants to be noble. She wants to be a woman of noble character. She, right? Proverbs 31, right? That, that, that we are praise our, our children rise up and call us blessed. Because why? Because we're a woman of noble character. So everything that the Lord has elevated about the beauty and value of sexuality and femininity, the world is coming at our daughters with the opposite. Femininity is bad. Men are bad. It's, you know, it's okay. Yeah, down with the patriarchy because that's all it is, right? According to the world. Right. And when you do that, you, you know, you, you, Hey, let's talk about it, right? You can go get an abortion without the father's consent. So the father has no value. Well, the father, who's the father? God is the father. 
God is the creator. God is the one who weaves that child in the womb. So to say the father on earth has no value over the life of the child, that alone is such an insidious lie that has crept through the culture. So men have no value. Women's value is based totally on their sexuality, how they can shake their booty. And so what did feminism really do for us? It, it, it really didn't do anything great for us. No, it set us back. I mean, I thought that the <laughs> feminists were all about uh, equal rights for women. It turns out they didn't want equal rights for women They, they because we're right back where we started. They kept saying, you know, we shouldn't be out there, you know, being known for being sexual. We shouldn't need to get jobs. And, th- and that's true, right? We shouldn't have to do that. But it turns out they actually didn't believe what they were selling. Because here we are, right back in the very beginning, you got Cardi B up there, you know, simulating sex on a stage in front of tens of millions of people in primetime television at the Grammys. And that somehow is the role model that we want for our children. I thought that's what the feminists were against. Turns out they lied to us. Well, because if our daughters uh, and the next generation imitate that behavior, we're still going to see that half of the black population is being aborted because those young girls watching those girls on the screen, right? They're watching Mm -hmm. Beyonce and Cardi B. You shake your booty like that and you dress like that, you're going to get knocked up. Okay. And you're going to get diseases and you're going to be without a husband and you're going to end up in the abortion clinic. Sadly, that's not what we want. What we want is for these girls to know that they have a noble character and a noble value. They have gifts, they have talents. They're smart. I left Mm. the modeling industry because I was smart, Heidi. I wasn't Mm -hmm. just a thing. And I wasn't going to continue to work and live in an industry where I was only valued by my figure and my face and how perfect I could look in a picture. I knew that I was more than that. And these girls are more than that too. But we're putting these idols up on there on the Grammys Mm -hmm. saying this is what womanhood is. When in truth, women who dress like that, shake their bodies like that, prance around like that. They're imitating this lesbian sex on the stage. They're doing all of that. Women, the the girls that I know that come out of the sex industry, they come out scarred. They come out. They, the, the girls that lived like that, what we're seeing on the screen, they come to my office wounded. They, they, they reach out. They're the friends at the front of the altar bawling their eyes out at our conferences. Why? Because they got raped, because they got into drugs, because they gave their bodies away. They got diseases. They had multiple abortions. They never felt valued. And the truth is deep down inside, they wanted to, they wanted to be a mom one day. They, they wanted to be a wife one day. They wanted to have a career. They wanted to be valued for more than what they look like. And yet this, this, this is this feminism. I'm sure some of the feminists, I, I want to give honor. Some of them definitely had the right ideas in mind. Women have gifts. Women have talents. Women, women can be seen and, and valued in the marketplace. Women should be in Congress, right? Like this, that is, that is healthy, but that's femininity. That's not feminism. Femininity says, Heidi, you can be a wife, you can be a mom, you can be a homeschool mom, and you can run for Congress, but you don't have to shake your booty to do it. And that's what we're pushing up against. That's what we have to push up against. Mm, That's right. And you and I, uh, right before we started talking, we're saying that so many of our young girls today, and we're putting up these role models right in front of them that really Christians should be coming against in the strongest possible terms. Like this is not 
what we want for our daughters. This is not what we want for our young women. And you and I have noted that they're so miserable, right? They're, today's young girls are miserable. They're anxious. They're depressed. We see more of it. And I hear it too. Here at the podcast, we hear from people all the time who are just, the moms are saying, I just don't even know what to do anymore because my my daughter, after being on Instagram and Facebook all day long, she's discouraged. I read a quote again off of that report that you sent to me from a young girl named India, 21 years old. She said, after, she said also seeing upsetting things, seeing posts on Facebook and seeing people have arguments on Facebook, I find that if I'm off my phone all day, if I don't look at it once, I'm so much happier. Even if I'm not particularly doing anything, I'm so much happier if I just don't look at it. I've realized that this has an impact on my happiness generally. And that's true, isn't it? Because we're seeing, we're just being absolutely bombarded with these images and they're all filtered and everything looks a certain way. And then we realize this stuff's being marketed to children. This this sexualization of women, this idea that the our our young girls need to look a certain way to fit what the world says, this is being marketed to children. You and I were talking about, and I'll link back to it. I'll put an image on it in the show notes today. Cardi B does this really de- disgusting, degrading performance, and and you know what? We should be angry enough to call the the FCC and complain. We should be angry enough to call our representatives and say this should not be on television in prime time. You want to do this kind of stuff? It, it belongs in porn, if that's where you want to put it. But no, we're marketing this to children. Then what happens? We see Cardi B come out with a doll. And I showed it to you right before we started recording. What are some things that you noticed about this doll that's being marketed to our daughters? Well, the biggest thing is actually the label in the right-hand corner that says real women are. And this message from her own lyrics is real women are savage, real women are ratchet, real women are sassy, they're moody, they're nasty. And I want to come back and say to the Cardi B's of the world, I'm not, no, I'm not. No, we aren't. That is not the voice of the bride of Christ. Let me just say, obviously, it's obviously it's not. And and look, I understand everyone listening today, you know, uh, may not follow Christ. And I get that. But you know, you know that you don't want your daughter to be ratchet. You know, you don't want your daughter to be sassy. You want your daughter to be classy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right? want you want your daughter to be righteous, right? In other words, not not in a not in a judgmental way, in a way that I have a high moral value for 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 my body. I guard my body. I, I respect my body. I I understand that my body is sacred, that it's connected to my soul, and that's you know, that's one of gosh, we could talk about this forever. But what you know, one of the other things is you know this body they put on these girls with this doll, these massive eyes, this tiny nose, which is not at all in line with her culture, Uh, this super tiny waist. I mean, it's like the Barbie doll. It's just the same thing. And and if you want to call something racist or sexist, I'll go ahead and say the Cardi B doll is racist and sexist. It is in no way does it celebrate the gifts and talents of African-American women and women uh, who of 
of, you know, like Rosa Parks, you know, it's like, can we talk about the women who stood up and really made a difference? Corey Ten Boom, you know, women of, of virtue and of valor. And that's what we want our daughters to be. So it's going to take the next generation of girls to say, I'm not interested. No, I'm not. So you tell me that's what real women are, Cardi B. I'm going to come right back at you. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you real women are faithful. Real women honor their husbands. Real women honor their bodies. Real women raise babies. Real women nurture their children. Real women forgive. They love. They serve. They're so much more than what they see in the mirror. They're so much more than the size of their waist and the, and the length of their eyelashes. Real women have value. And I know what my value is. And it's going to be the next generation. We're going to have to empower them to be warriors. Like I really believe Heidi, our job right now, we're the fire starters, but they're going to be the torch bearers. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. I hope you guys are enjoying this interview with my friend, Jennifer Strickland. She has such a powerful message for young girls and for young women today. And we need to be shouting this message from the rooftops. You are more than the culture says you are. You are more than the magazine covers and the Instagram filters will ever try to make you into because you are an image bearer of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. This really is the heart here at the podcast to just proclaim truth and to set the captives Three. That's exactly what Jennifer's doing. If you want more information about her ministry, you can find it at youaremore.org. That's the letter U, the letter R, and the word M-O-R-E, youaremore.org. We're going to continue this conversation on Monday. We've got much more to talk about, and I think you guys are going to be encouraged. Grab your young women and young girls. Dads, listen to this because you need to be the encouragers of your daughters that God has called you to be. And we're going to finish up this conversation on Monday. In the meantime, I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I hope you'll come out and see me in Rogers, Arkansas. That's where I'll be at Teach Them Diligently today and tomorrow. And I will see you for part two of my interview with Jennifer Strickland at the intersection of faith and culture on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.